Hey partners, welcome to the first episode of 2019. In this mini-sode, it's just me, and I'm going to talk about a recap of 2018 and how if 2018 was the year of being the one, 2019 is bringing us into thin line leadership and the importance of our badges. Please stick with us. You are a warrior. You are the very best your nation has to offer. They're asking you to lead. We need a bear cat. It's up to us. So 133, I need somebody that's got a visual on where the shooter is. You must be sound in mind, body, and spirit. 42, where's the officer down? I have a rescue helicopter that wants to land and help. This is the podcast that will make you the one. The one that will bring everyone back. Trouble, we have shot fired, shot fired. Give me back up now. Because no one else is coming. I'm going to have an officer shot. An officer shot. 100 block of East Street. Suspect is down. Suspect is down. This is The Squad Room. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the squad room. This is a solo episode, just me. I'm your host, Garrett Tesla. I'm a sergeant for a sheriff's department in Southern California. And on this show, uh, if this is your first time listening, we are focused on developing ourselves to our fullest capacity so that we can go out and serve others with positivity and direction and lead others out of the fray. If you're new to the show, then uh, you hear this in the intro, or you've heard this before about being the one, and that's a big theme of 2018, and it's going to continue in this in this podcast too, because to me that is such a visual and important idea, and it seems it just strikes me for what we do. And uh, if you haven't heard that quote before, I will uh, encourage you to go back and listen to episode 79 for a full description of it. But the short version is. When Heraclitus, uh, an old philosopher, said, out of every 100 men, 10 shouldn't even be there. 80 are just targets. Nine are the real fighters, and we are lucky to have them, for they make the battle. Ah, but the one. One is a warrior, and he will bring the others back. Now, that's a quote that strikes, uh, always strikes close to me and strikes at my heart about how it's our obligation to be the one. It's our obligation in our chosen profession. And you can take any mix of 100 people, whether it's 100 cops or 100 citizens or 100 soccer coaches or soccer moms or little league coaches, whoever it is, whatever group you are a part of, your goal is to be the one. A lot of you out there are being the one. I see it on our Facebook group and in the messages I get uh, the direct messages, the stuff on the website, the emails. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm ha- uh, happy and excited to know that this show is having an impact for many of you and uh, looking forward to continuing that as well. And to be honest, I get as much an impact from the work you do. Uh, I get a lot of thank yous and stuff like that, and that's very flattering and very nice. But seeing the work that you are doing out there keeps me moving forward as well. So I am absolutely getting something out of this relationship. When I started the squad room, and I've talked about this a little bit before, the reason for the title is in my area, or at least in my department, the squad room is uh, what sometimes is known as the briefing room, where the patrol guys congregate every morning or every night shift to share information, distribute briefings, give out the hot sheets, whatever, 
and uh, typically led by a sergeant or lieutenant, and you get uh, updated knowledge of what's happening in your area. And the goal was to develop a podcast that could do the same sort of thing on a much more massive scale, provide information, share tips, exchange information that could help you go out into your shift and be safer, be smarter, be more tactical, be better. And that's why we cover a wide, wide range of topics on this show, because all of these things in one way or another should make you and me better. That's the goal. If this wasn't uh, improving us, then there's no point in really doing it. And I don't like this title of uh, self-help. I prefer an idea of personal development. Because if you are cynical about this self-help idea, consider the fact that we are always training. All of us who are sworn go through in-service training because these are all perishable skills. And it's important to refresh our abilities and our knowledge, and expand our skill set at all times, regardless of how much time we've had on. And we should be doing that same stuff in our own lives, whether it's in our financial health, our uh, relationships with our spouses or significant others, our family, our relationship with our kids. Uh, how are we developing our uh, our activities outside of law enforcement? Are we too focused on this identity of being in law enforcement that we are whittling away at our identity to the point where we have nothing left. So be focused on your personal development. So anyway, squad room, that's why I called it that. I could have called it the briefing room or well, if I was in Canada, the parade room, as I've learned. Uh, sorry, Australia, I'm not sure what you guys call it. But regardless, the point was that's why the the the, the podcast was named the way it was. Because I wanted something to describe a sharing of ideas. So 2018, I had a lot of big ideas. And if you ask my wife, I have lots of big ideas. And I'm a little short on execution. But 2018 was going to be my year. At least I thought it was going to be my year. I spent the first three months of it, however, knee-deep in a natural disaster in my area that killed dozens of people, tore people out of their homes, and uh, eventually led to my first TEDx talk many, many months later, which I never anticipated or expected to be the end result of such a, a, a horrific event. But anyway, I started 2018 with some grand ideas that got sidetracked by mandatory overtime and 80-hour work weeks. Well, that stuff happens, and anyone who's been in this job for any amount of time understands that. So I had to adjust course and move. And then right as that was ending, I was asked to talk about that experience. And if you've ever seen a TED Talk, well, you might have an idea of what they're like. But to give one, I, I love TED Talks, and to give one is a much different experience than watching one. TED Talks are 12 to 18 minutes. Mine was supposed to be 12 minutes on the dot. And it's a memorized speech. There is no free form, off the top of your head, off the cuff kind of talk. It is all memorized. Everything about it is, well, choreographed. So it takes a lot of diff different work and a different skill set than the stuff I'm used to in the natural sort of presentations or the talking on this podcast where if I screwed up right now, I could just hit edit, click, and you'd never know that I did anything different. I'm pausing there for effect, but I didn't actually edit anything there. Anyway, that took a tremendous amount of time and it was a complete bucket list item. But of course, it changed the course of my year as well. And I had to, of course, adapt and overcome to that as well. So... 
I spent 2018, though, after this disaster and my experience watching these people who were struggling, who lost houses, who lost family members, and, and watched as they looked to us to lead them. And they were looking for, they, and they were practically begging for people to guide them and show them the way, to be the one. And in a situation like I was in where people were dying in mudslides, many of my partners were literally the ones to bring people back. They needed somebody to look at and follow. They needed a guide. And as a result, I spent a lot of time in 2018 developing and flushing it out an idea that I'll share in a minute. But it was really about what kind of impact and what kind of legacy am I going to leave? That was really what 2018 was was about for me. And it wasn't that I was creating a lot of action on that idea, but I was spending a lot of time thinking about it. What was my legacy? What What was I going to leave behind after I'm gone? I have two young kids. What are they going to say about me three years after I've died? What, what, if, if, and I, I, I've gotten this, this from, uh, from Scott Mann, who's been a guest on the show and will be again in a few weeks, but think about your legacy in the, and he calls it leaving tracks, but imagine what, if, if your son or daughter is out to coffee or out having a beer three years after your death or, you know, when they're mid twenties and their buddy asks them, tell me about your dad or tell me about your mom. What do you want them to say? So that practice impacts me quite greatly. And as a result, I started developing a program and a, and a self-regulation tool that I had first started in 2017 and began playing with and tweaking and trying different things. And I want to present to you now because I think it is something that will help you let me, let me rephrase that. It's something that I know will help you. And it will help us do our jobs better. It'll help us be more fulfilled. And it has certainly worked for me. And the whole point of the show, like I said about the naming of the squadron, was for me to share information with you that I know works. So this is one where there are a lot of things that encompass it. And nobody, including myself, will ever complete this cycle. But it's a constant evaluation of our status to determine where we need to go and what we need to do better. And I have found this idea, which I call badges, to be a guideline that I can use at any given time to check in and figure out what needs to be done better, what needs to be done differently, and how I can adapt and overcome. So I'm going to explain the badges acronym real quick. And that's going to be this show. And I'm going to define for you the end result of that, which is thin line leadership. And to me, this idea of legacy goes back to leadership. And how can we lead others? How can we lead others out of this muck and mud that I dealt with in 2018? How can we lead others if we don't know how to lead ourselves? Right? And that was a big challenge and struggle for me at times in 2018 was continuing to lead myself. It's easy. It's much easier to give information and to give advice than it is to follow your own advice. And to me, badges has helped me do that. So think of badges, literally like the badge you wear on your chest, something that was given to you because you earned it. 
And this is definitely something you're going to have to earn as well. But the B in badges is for beliefs. What is your oath? Not the oath of the agency that you work for, but what is your personal oath? And we're going to spend time in 2019 going through each of these ideas. I'm going to give you some tools, some strategies, some action plans to help you figure out each of these items, these questions that I'm posing. So this is just a warm up. But what is your oath? What do you believe in? Why are you here? And are you willing to be the one? And what does that take? What are you willing to fight for? And why? What is your why? Are you committed develop to developing your thin line leadership? Everything stems from your beliefs. Everything. Your, everything else that comes out of this and everything that comes after the B comes from your beliefs. And what you're willing to do and understanding why you're here. So beliefs. The A is actions. What's your ops plan? Your operational plan? Okay, will you be able to execute on your beliefs? Are you setting up a command post in your life? I'll explain that more at another time, but it means how are you developing your own self-awareness? Are you uh, putting your beliefs and your actions in sight alignment with each other? And who are your strategic partners, your beat partners, as I call them? Who are the people in your life that you can call upon in one way or another to help you? And who can you be a beat partner to as well? The D is discipline. What's your training plan? Anytime any of us go to in-service training, whether it's the quarterly qual or your uh, in-service evoc or rest and control or anything else, there is a training plan for the day. There's goals and objectives. There's things that need to be covered. There's a curriculum. There's an attendance sheet. Okay. And your states track what your training is. We need to be doing the same thing. Okay. The first thing, the first step in that is establishing a perimeter. Just like when SWAT comes in and hits a house before they go in, the first thing they do is surround it. They make sure that they've locked it up and that there's no chance of escape. And our actions need to do have the same effect, right? And so we do that through discipline and establishing a perimeter and the types of behavior we will and will not participate in. That involves developing habits, strategies, momentum, and motivation. All right, the G is for goals. And I call this your front sight focus. Because to me, I've struggled, and this is a perfect time of year to put out a, a blurb about goals with everybody doing their New Year's resolutions and hashtag New Year, New Me. But frankly, I think all that is pretty much nonsense. At least it's never worked for me in any great way. It's worked for a couple of weeks and then it peters out. And I have found through my plus 40 years and through more failures and successes that you need to have front sight focus. Well, what's that mean? Well, Imagine you just like you imagine you're at the range, right? And uh, you're off target. You're 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 not shooting well. You're pushing it, or you're pulling it, or you're just flinging them. And one of the first things an instructor is going to do is to remind you to focus on your front sight, not the target. If you're focusing on the target, you're going to send the lead every which way. The only way to get it on point and to actually hit the target is to focus on your front sight. And what that applies to and what that means is 
the front sight is on the, if the target is your goal, the front sight is between you and the goal. And that front sight is the path that your bullet is going to take, right? Your, your goals are the same way. They, they focus, they work the same way as your gun. And it's about process, not outcome. So the front sight is how you line up your goals or sorry, you, you line your, the front side is about how you line yourself up with your goals. The target is your goal and you use the front side to get there. The front side is the process. The target is your goal. That's your outcome. And so for me, I have found much better success when my goals are about the path, the process, not the outcome. I'll go into much more detail on that in another episode. But that's just a quick idea of front sight focus. It's about navigating the threat environment and what will happen. What do you want to have happen before your end of watch? Again, your legacy. What's going to happen before your end of watch? All right. E is for emotions. It's your will to survive. That's developing your emotional intelligence, your emotional survival, dealing with negativity, trauma, PTS, all that. We have to be emotionally sound, emotionally developed, and emotionally mature in order to fulfill our purpose, our why, and to be of service to others. That leads me to S, service. Going 10-8. How can you go out and serve others? 10-8, sorry for everyone who's not using 10 codes in California, but I think 10-8 is pretty common. That means going in service, right? So after briefing, get in the car. Grab the radio. First thing I tell dispatch is I'm 10-8. I clear a call and I'm available for the next one. I'm 10-8. So going 10-8. How are you going out in service of others? How can you get more out of your life by actually serving others and serving those who serve you? This job, particularly law enforcement, and I suspect fire as well, is really a two-person job. If you have a family, if you have kids at home, it is definitely a two person job. It takes you to actually go out there, strap on the vest and the gun belt and go out and push a black and white or go out and work a detective desk. And it takes someone else to run the rest of your life while you are off doing that. You know, we just had a triple homicide in my area just a couple of days ago and it resulted in an OIS. And my partners have been working 24 hours straight, maximum overtime trying to uh, resolve some of these issues. And they've done that many, many times before, and they will many, many times again, as have I. But so, the, the world still, still turns, and people still have to keep our house running, feed the kids, get them to school, figure out summer camps, whatever. We need to be able to serve those people as well. And I say that with full knowledge that that is an area that I am seriously lacking in. So all of those things, badges, beliefs, actions, discipline, goals, emotions, and service, those are the six areas of your life that I believe that if you focus on, and we can go through these together, and we're going to go through these things throughout the year in different ways, that if you focus on those things, other great things will come, and everything will fall into alignment, and you will develop your thin line leadership. And I'll define that quickly because it's simple. Thin line leadership is the service and sacrifice to others because no one else is coming. It's your ownership and your acknowledgement of your obligation to go out and be the one 
to bring others back. Because we know, more than anyone else, that after we get there, no one else is coming. It's up to us. So what can you expect from this idea? Well, there'll be episodes like this where we will flush out a part of each of those ideas in one way or another throughout the year. Some of our guests will reflect directly on some of these ideas. Some of our guests will have uh, a more broad uh, uh, appeal. They may not be directly affected, uh, related to one of these things. Um, But we have a lot of guests lined up, a lot of great guests. And... um, the focus of this year is not just physical fitness, but on development, personal development, developing yourself, myself, your partners into the one and putting out this idea of thin line leadership. So we're still going to be doing interviews. We're going to have these short episodes. There's going to be a lot of stuff on Facebook live on the group. So if you're not a member of the group right now and you're on Facebook, please search out the squad room podcast group. It's a closed group. Uh, get in there, uh, sign up. You'll see stuff from me getting posted uh, a lot more frequently with the videos and the stuff like that and posing some of these questions. And that's where I will supply some of the downloads. And also get on the mailing list because the mailing list will be where I really give out a lot of the uh, free downloads and stuff about some of the workbooks and that sort of stuff that goes with this. And if you're listening, you can text the squad room, all one word to 44222 to get signed up from your phone. Or you can just go to thesquadroom.net and sign up for our mailing list there as well. So Facebook Lives, uh, there will be posts there. We'll do some Zoom calls. I'm going to try a handful of those this year where we can get on and we can see each other face-to-face and I can share some of these ideas and you can actually ask me questions and we can share tips and strategies, knowledge, skills, and abilities uh, to uh, help each other get better. But the focus and the theme of this year is going to be on leading ourselves So that we can discover our abilities, our potential, our KSAs, our knowledge, skills, and abilities, and make everybody here a subject matter expert in thin line leadership. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, you can always email me, garrett at thesquadroom.net. That's two R's, two T's. And uh, post on social medias, uh, at the squad room on on, uh, Instagram and Twitter. And of course, join that Facebook group. And uh, you'll see some content there. I hope everybody has a happy and healthy and safe 2019. I'm excited to share this stuff with you. I've been using it for a year now, and I'm convinced that uh, it's going to help make you be the one. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next week.